Welcome to Driving While Awesome Thursday Edition. Senior breathe. All right, there he is. All right, he's looking better. Got some color <laughs> in his skin there. Okay, I'm ready. Face. I just pulled a, uh, you know, the movie Rendezvous, the, the short film. Yes. Yeah. Spell it for me. Wait, isn't it C'est un rendezvous? Uh, R-E-N-D-E-S-V-O-U-Z. Oh, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> <laughs> or is it Z-N-S? No, there's, there's no I S- think there might be a... It's R-E-N-D-S, isn't it? V-O-U, is it U-Z or U-F? Anyway, <laughs> we're not French. Um, Something. I pulled a rendezvous across town in the van again right now, which is really fun because... Cool. Well, you mean you just went pedal the metal and you had a GoPro on the front? Uh, no. Blew through every through all the lights, I got somewhere. to just go aggressively, uh, you know, didn't you, driving did, around. Did and, you dub a 250 GTO soundtrack yeah. over it? Yeah. Awesome. I've, uh, I just have that going as a loop in the van. Nice. It's pretty nice. Uh, it's, the accelerator. Yeah. It's fun to get momentum in that thing and kind of uh, just, you know, see where, where it goes. It's fun. You know, it's you know just see yeah. where it goes. Yeah. I got to say, it actually handles like way better than I expected. Like, right? First time I rode in it, like it, it doesn't have that much body roll. No. Like it's pretty surprising. It's basically, basically a sports car. It's basically a sports car. That's I mean, it's kind of like a 911 basically. basically yeah. yeah. Rear you engine. Hit, you can hit speed bumps at like full speed too. You don't have to yeah, slow down. Yeah, that's true. Rear engine, rear wheel drive. Flat. Four. It's like a boxy 912. A boxy 912. Yeah. I remember being uh, around Kevin's car on the way to some bachelor party or something. Everyone was commenting on how nice it rode and how good it handled. And then they had a lot of time to contemplate that when they were standing along the side of the road (laughs) waiting for it to run again after it stopped running. Allegedly. We were getting uh, four miles per gallon as well. So we ran out of gas twice. (laughs) We ran out of gas and then we ran out of gas on the off ramp to the gas station. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Kevin's car, our uh, uh, our alternative fuels correspondent. So, so you're saying you ran out of gas? Someone had to walk to get no, gas no, no. And we back. We ran out of gas on the highway on 101 near King City, and a kid wearing a tie dye shirt and a Volkswagen Carmen Ghia pulled over for us Ooh, because cool. van life, van, yeah. you know, Volkswagen love. He happened to have like a little jerry can, you know, five as gallons you yeah. as you do, right? He came over, gave us the gas. No, it wouldn't take any cash. Super rad. He had gas in the can already. Yeah. He took off. We we proceeded to go down the road. We were only like five miles from from the gas station. <laughs> he couldn't make it. <laughs> couldn't make it on three on three gallons or, or no on one gallon. I yeah, guess whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we pulled off on the side of the road, and people walked to the gas station, and I sat in the van and just yeah, you did hung out. We're van like, life, yes. I'm living van life. Exactly. Uh, Everyone so. should check out that video too. That was the weekend we filmed the the video on van life. That's Mobile. right. That's, That's right. kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Jared definitely awesome. pops a beer in the car. <laughs> right. <laughs> while driving? He's, he's a passenger. He's driving while awesome. Passengering while awesome. Uh, all right. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Art. I'm Lane. And I'm Brian. 
Thank you for joining us wherever you may be, in a train, a plane. Or an automobile. Or an automobile. Where does Just that rank? Walking down the street. On your uh, 80s movies uh, favorites. Not, not, not on the list, really. Wow. I love John Candy and Steve Martin, so it's Dude, quite they are high. great. But I remember very little of them. Those maybe. aren't pillows. <laughs> All right. Um, I'd have to watch yeah. that one again, actually. I would recommend it. It's a good holiday. It's a Thanksgiving kind of movie. Does it still stand up today? It's not yeah. slow, slow and boring? No, it's great. It's it's really good. I think it has enough variety. Yeah. Anyways, Planes, trains, and automobiles. Thank you. Yeah. Just All like, the transportation. <laughs> Some great scenes. Is, driving is a little John barren. Candy and Black Sheep? No. No, that's no, Chris that's Farley. Chris <laughs> Farley. Oh, my God. No, Uncle yeah. Buck. Uncle Buck. Yeah, no, because I was thinking of oh, the, the NOS things. scene. Remember where they like the their nitrous oxide's oh, leaking? Great. Yeah, and like they started like <laughs> they like get super high off the the NOS, and then um they they pass by the speed limit sign, and they're like limit. Oh, and no, he's <laughs> like he's like rowad, 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 Love that. Both those movies, that one and the what's the one where they brake pad salesman or whatever for Dan Aykroyd and whatever. That's, yeah. that's Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. So both yeah. of those are rag cars, like um, yeah, because Tommy GTX, Boy has the GTX, GTX yeah. convertible. Yeah, very good stuff. I and, saw Ghostbusters on TV the other day. The OG one, dude. Yeah, the OG with Dan Aykroyd, young Dan Aykroyd. Big old hair mop on there. It's and then good. the 59 Caddy freaking ghost mobile or whatever sweet, they call huh? it. It's pretty sweet. There's a replica, a reproduction of uh, that car, and it's a plumbing company in town. Oh, yeah. It's over, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Soquel. Uh, like an old ambulance? It's a Ghostbusters ambulance, and they've put their plumbing name on it. They probably write awesome. it off. You know, yep. get to say it's their pump company. Where, does that, where does that rank on your guys' uh, movie car? List not it's really because you wouldn't down. want to own it, right? No. Mm. no, I mean if it was slammed and chopped and stuff, but it's the opposite. It's it's like a it's a utility ambulance. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely cool, but there are so many other cool movie cars. Because it was a hearse, right? Well, I think they made those I ambulances. Ambulance. Yeah, they were legit yeah. ambulances. Oh, it actually was yeah. an ambulance. Yeah. Okay. Oh, jeez, okay. Art's what? blowing it, dude. No, take the call, Art. Yeah. You, you've all, How about uh, Harold and Maude? Remember the XKE hearse? Yeah. Whoa. I don't remember that. That's a weird, interesting movie. Yeah. Movie. Uh, Classic. People. I know a few people who say that's their favorite movie. A lot of people. Yeah. It, yeah. Harold and Maude. Yep. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Check it one, two. Um, should we get into some questions? I think so. We could do that. On our Instagram page, we asked you fair listeners to ask away. And actually, we got some really good ones. So Any insults? Let's begin. Um, Requested some insults. I, don't know I think they're, they're sprinkled in there Excellent. for sure. <laughs> uh, Clutch Kick Podcast asks, what are your telltale signs of a bad owner? By that, I mean when buying a used car on Craigslist or somewhere else, are there any particular triggers that tell you right off the bat that it's a no-go? For me, I go, go off of owner demeanor and how the interior has been taken care of. A dirtier interior means I don't care enough to maintain this car in any fashion. Art. You know, mm. oh, okay, that's a good one. But you know, I know I've known like 
I haven't bought a car from someone that has done this, but I've known women in particular, several, that don't care about their interior at all, but they, they know to take their car to get their oil changes done. They do. So they have like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're very religious about that because they get the little sticker on the windshield and then it says, oh, I have to take the car in for service. If I don't do this, my car's going to blow up. And, and so they go in and they, they get the filters done and they get all that stuff. So Or the car reminds them and they go, oh, God. Yeah, they freak out. So Three days past service A. I better, yeah. Right. I've gotten those phone calls. I, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. what do I do? You know, so um, <laughs> pull over, pull over. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. That that is a good one. Uh, but it can work. But I think for the most part, it wasn't. It's not something I would go by. But if it's like an enthusiast car, if you're looking at any ad and the interior is dirty, that's kind of a telltale yeah, sign. Yeah. I mean, if it's even like car. my car is a disaster right now, my commuter. But if I was going to sell it, the interior would be really clean. You'd make an effort to do that. It drives um, me crazy to see old fast food cups in the foot footwell and uh you know just trash essentially you didn't have yeah. enough you didn't have decency to clean your car up for the pictures to sell it mm-hmm. what does that mean i think this is warren's number one gripe it, this is why i'm on the it's podcast there. so yeah. I, I was gonna say the worst seller would be brian mcqueen no. Brian McQueen. No. Just Kev- Kevin Thank Keith. you for that. Thank you for that. No, Brian's actually Brian actually maintains his cars. He just doesn't Kevin uh, will admit it. I, I don't think the worst. I'll clean him up before pictures yeah. usually too. Yeah, Kevin will admit that he's a you know he, he, yeah. he definitely is hard on cars. Talking about this question, uh I immediately think about uh that nine forty four that we went to go look at when we did that podcast and yeah. we drove down oh, to yeah. yeah. Something now call me crazy. There's some little element here where, like, that car was super shiny and polished, but it had, like, rust that he was covering up. Like, there was some element of it where I was a little skeptical. Like, the dash was, like, too shiny. Like, he was trying to polish a turd, you know, mm-hmm. just for a sale. And there, I don't know what – I mean, because you want a clean car. You want yeah. someone who cleans it. But there's something about, like, cleaning it last minute and just, like, putting the spit shine on it where you can kind of tell. Well, that is kind of a, a used car dealer thing where you get the super armor all dash. Dude, and, and the, the seats. seats. And the seats. Fucking drives me nuts. Well, and, and they always say – Carpet's, like, falling apart in some spots and then you look and there's rust and it's like uh... you don't want like the clean engine bay because you can't see shit yeah, they're cleaning off grease and stuff yeah. right? it could have yeah. leaks and yeah. stuff yeah. like that um, so. for me what one one of the kind of go-tos is checking the fluids if your oil's super low like I've, I've had that before then who knows what the hell's happened how long that car's been run that way they obviously don't fucking check it like if you don't check your oil like th- probably everything else is gone too right so yeah. um, so and who knows how long it's been driven that way so that's a, an immediate sign of neglect for me um, the other thing I mean this is sort of related I always let the car idle for a while like I'll, I'll have them start it and just leave it idling while we're talking mm-hmm. about the car make sure that the fan you know the thermostat yeah. switch comes on that cool everything and, cool and temp stays where it cool should. And temp stays where it should yeah. be and you like know what those. I do too is I, I'll turn it off and on several times because oh, that's yeah. kind of like you know oh, you have a hot, that. like a hot start and sometimes uh, yep the third start you know even in some good old cars they have a little trouble you know and it's good to feel that out and then it's a negotiating point if sure. you get it to do yeah. that oh man what a great one if it doesn't start you know yeah long crank and oh an- gosh I'm so- another good one is just the tires like yeah you can tell a lot yep. about the owner like brand they, of tires are they mismatched yeah you know yeah, that, like what kind of wear like yeah. is it shitty tomos? you're like dude right can there. i tell you uh and i hope kevin is listening he brought his tdi jetta wagon in for for an issue and i rode in his car and it felt like a wheel bearing it sounded like a wheel bearing you know he turned one direction it was super loud definite rotational with wheel <laughs> my 
my technician at work, Phil, he said, what kind of shit crap can ass brand of tires are these? <laughs> shit can yes. crap so in he, front of Kevin or no? Yeah, well, later I was like, Phil, what was that you said? <laughs> He'd gotten tires at the Volkswagen dealership with his credit. Yeah. Nice. And they kind of conned him into shit tires. Oh. They were like Grand Touring Sport brand China. So was it the tires <laughs> making the noise? Yeah. What? Oh, way. wow. They were so loud. Yeah, we, we, they were, First of all, the tire pressure is 41 on, on the left side of the car, Holy 31 shit. on the right. <laughs> oh, my god! The tires have this super choppy tread. Like, I don't even know what they're designed for. Like, extreme sport, you know. Ice racing? Yeah. And uh, so we rotate them to the back, set pressures, noise went away. <laughs> Gnarly, dude. Wow. Worst tires I've ever driven on are triangles. Have you seen that, Brown? They should be round. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's They're the co- first thing. Isn't that amazing that the, they, the, there's a brand, triangle a Chinese tires. brand called It's obviously Chinese. That's like amazing. Yeah. yeah. They're terrible, dude. They were so bad. Three like angles dangerous. of performance. Yeah, like, yeah, th- those are just horrendous. But the there's pyramid. so much weird which, shit out there. Which tires are built? My yeah. brother has some name brand tire. It was like one of the big brands, like Pirelli or something like that. And, it, and I guess they're notorious uh, for getting almost like a wheel bearing noise at the mm. end. And I remember driving his boxer and I'm like, dude, he's he was telling me it was the tires. I'm like, that can't be the tires. Like, yeah, that's impossible. It's it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It was the tires. It was like it was like Bridgestone or it was one of the big brands. Sure. Mm. Like, yeah, uh, it just, just kind of blew my mind. I'm like, uh, ah, don't want those ever. Yeah, it's, it really depends on the design of the tread. But yeah, that's a really good one. Um, I mean, for, there is also yeah, mismatch is key. Or but then, I mean, you can tell like this uh, alignment too. It's like if the if it's like if they're using one the side, wrong, just cruising. wrong tire pressures. You know, just you look at the wear yeah. patterns for, of the tire. Yeah, the one other thing that is, stands it, out if you're going to check out a car. This one's like flat out neglect because even if you go to like your you know oil can. Henry's or whatever, they check your tires and shit and they'll tell you that there's something up. Like cracked dry rotted tires and if they're cruising oh, that yeah. way you know something's up too you know i mean yeah. that's like it warm. hasn't driven much or been driving yeah. a lot but or been driven a lot but that tires are just ancient you know like warren's bfgs so here's the yeah. other um <laughs> i didn't hear you there uh here's another flip side of this is that sometimes you get a good deal yeah because the car is full of fucking i think that's what we look for like that's the thing I'm looking for the shitty pictures with the with the McDonald's cups on the floor. Sort of, it's, that it's a fine line. Doesn't care enough to clean their car, so they don't care enough to get top dollar either. Like they're just looking to push that car, and move it on. Totally. A lot of times. Yeah, I mean it's fine if you're willing. I mean, I guess it depends on the car too. Depends right? on the like, car. If it's a 944, deal. you don't want to go I'm, that. I'm not bit. talking about spending like 100 grand on a car. Right. You know, this is but... just like something you want to cruise in and flip, basically clean yeah, up. Yeah, and then, exactly. You know... I'm talking about a, a good value proposition, basically. Yeah, yeah. What about a bad owner? Can we spot bad owners? Like personality wise, and like, well, then you have to talk to them. And, oh, personality. And read the ads. Yeah, yeah. Art, Art and I had yeah. two really good ads we sent back and forth that were stellar. Uh, Penmanship. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about the short sheaf? <laughs> sheaf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it was real. I think it was real. Yeah. Uh, I'll yeah. Trait, trait, accepting traits. So sheaf, <laughs> shift was spelled S H E E F T. Yeah, sheafed. Yeah. Short sheaf. Pretty amazing. That's incredible. We're just going to tattoo those on our back. Yeah. Shoe 32. Says I'm in the market for a hot hatch Golf R manual, of course, or Focus RS. Hmm. Golf R, Golf R, Golf R. Yeah, yeah. The interior is so much better. Yes, it does almost everything. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just more livable. It's, it's a real, more livable. It's a real like a. It's it's a higher for forty grand. I think you're getting a lot more car. Whether or not it's like, a you know the Focus might be a little more fun to drive and everything from all counts that I've but heard. But it's going to be but, incrementally f- yeah, more fun. Yeah, right? I just think and how how many times are you taking this hot hatch and it, blasting it? So it's yeah. they're both all wheel drive. They're both yep. turbocharged. Yeah, both four door. Both four door. Yeah, manual. Uh, I think you really get into the interior of that the focus and even the, the exterior, nice exterior, exterior the, dude, details the details of it dude, are yeah. pretty heavy handed. I remember hearing fine detail. I think it was like Matt Ferrer or something from Smoking Tire. He was because he bought a Focus RS and he's like, I can't get behind you know the Golf R. It just it's just a Golf. You know it looks like a normal Golf. I'm like, and my reaction is the Focus RS. I can hardly tell it's an or yeah I can hardly tell it's an RS instead of over an ST, an ST or sure. whatever like. I don't know how to tell. It doesn't the look, wings a, a little different. It doesn't have like huge fender flares or yeah. something that's like a body. You know, it doesn't. It just has add-ons. Yep. Yeah. Which, and I mean the Golf R. I mean that's kind of a compliment. It's a good-looking chassis. It's a good-looking yeah. body style. And I feel like some of the it would be cool if they had flares or something though. It would be that, rad. A, a Golf R with box flares. It'd be super dope. Would probably look really cool too yeah. with that body style. Yeah. Why they don't. Did, why don't they? They do should that? do they, that. Don't, there they? was that one prototype that was on. They yeah. caught on the Nurburgring ran like for a while. I don't know what the hell they called it, but they ended up canceling it. It was supposed to have 400 horsepower and have yeah, like proper arrow with like a big spoiler. Why don't and shit? they do some box flares? But then or some it turns into flares. like sixty-five thousand dollars. But they don't have to. That's like, okay. Just do some fenders, dude. <laughs> just those fenders, man. This is like yeah. one of those uh, Sarah McLaughlin yeah, songs. Come on, you know. Just please, you know, if just you can help the help, help the, puppy the children. <laughs> yeah, help the blip shifters. I I can't. Yeah, I couldn't. The first time I saw the the Focus RS in person, I was like really shocked by how fucking terrible the interior is. It's like really really bad. It's very yep. focusy. Yep. All right. Motor Affair says Ultimate '80s Rally. A Silicon Valley billionaire loves the show and gives DW a blank check, yes please, to create the best road rally ever. The only guideline is that all the cars must be from his favorite era, the 80s. So what kind of rally would you all put together, and what car would each of you buy with that sweet valley money? Remember, it's a blank check for your rally car and car. Go! Wow, Jesus, you were oh, not joking man. when you were like giving uh, when you were giving this Patrick, guy shit. Uh, yeah, Patrick shit in person. You're like, this guy always gives us like one leg in this scenario yep. under the sun with it's the wind pretty, in this direction. Like a little thought going into this. That's a great question. Awesome. We need a dedicated uh, podcast for this one. I think. <laughs> All right, I w- I win. <laughs> Whoa! I Wait, win. did you just write something down over there? What's I know. What do you got? Lancia Stratos. I was. So that's same. so that's the car you pick from. Yeah, the, that's for our DWA or, rally. Yeah. It said the eighties or yeah. what did it say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll I'm go, gonna go Group B. I'll go nine five nine. Okay. I'll nice. Go group B two eighty eight GTO. Ooh, and nice. I'll be. I'll go with the Dude, you, uh, the Sport Quattro. Yeah, well, Sport Quattro. That's gonna be the that, that was, rally ever. Yeah, that was my second. I know. I think. I think Lane might win. Well, I'm thinking of uh, Group B. Lane's not that good of a driver though. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all wheel drive though. Wait, um, but we have to choose. But then we have to make okay. the rally right. So then, so then my. Uh, this is an idea that I had that it wouldn't necessarily be like the best route ever. Getting billions from a. Scott's yeah, this is my idea. Yeah, there. so if there's any billionaires listening, just yeah. hit us up. Team at Driving Well Awesome. Uh, PayPal at Driving Well Awesome. <laughs> exactly. Team. Okay. So I had this idea for an event slash, I don't know, show. Oh, I know which one this is. Yeah. So in, in England, they have the Goodwood Festival of Speed and the, uh, you know, they do their uh, run up Lord March's driveway um, in a number of different cars. 
Now in California, the closest thing we get to that is Hearst Castle. So my idea is the Hearst Heritage, which would be a Goodwood type event hosted at Hearst Castle, period dress. The cool thing about Hearst Castle is there's also a train track. So you get maybe like a vintage steam train. There's an airport, maybe a Ford tri-engine, tri-motor. There's a pier, like you get some rattled yachts and stuff. But the driveway, the road to Hearst Castle is epic. Is it really? Yeah, it's really all time. It's awesome. It's got switchbacks. It's insane. And it's long. I'd say it's a good three miles. It's like Pike's Peaky feeling. It is like yeah. Pike's Peaky and there's yeah. tons of like drop off and stuff. You'd have what? to set it up. Yeah. It's probably really well paved too. It's perfectly paved and the only thing that goes up there are these little tour buses. So no, there's not general traffic. But imagine having an event where you rally up that hill and then there's some event up at like a car show up at the castle. Giant dinner party. Yeah. Now it suits itself more more towards like early stuff. But if you did a Goodwood thing where any car can compete whether it's like a steam engine you know 1901 to a 918 up to a 918 or, or, or a formula one car or a pike's peak car and did a bunch of runs up the hill and you had this big event and stuff so i don't know if it's 80s rally for a silicon valley billionaire but um i'm gonna go with the hearst heritage i like it i, I like support location that. trademarked yeah trademarked so we just have to rent out hearst castle so you can do that they they do that. It's a state park now, but uh, they will they do something like that. I think the only way to get that really going is to get Jerry Seinfeld and Jay Leno in a room with the people who run Hearst Castle and make something happen. So. They they have held like automotive events there. I've seen it. Um, I don't know if it's just gatherings or what, but I don't know if they rented the whole place out or they just show at up. The top. No, at the Art, top. This was Warren's yeah. idea. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think that's true, Art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Silicon Valley billionaire. That would work. Why does it have to be Silicon Valley? It doesn't. Okay. That's just what they told that us. That was just one possible scenario. One possible scenario. Of many. What if it's yeah. a New Yorker? Or South American or something? Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> and if anyone has any connections to Hearst Castle, holler. And or if you haven't been to Hearst Castle, freaking go. It's Dude, awesome. I Yeah, I've always wanted to go. I need it's to go. Beautiful. There's a lot of different tours, right? Like you can do the night tour. Yep. Or I recommend doing the both. tour in the and back and the front. What's Isn't there like a poor man's Hearst Castle down the road somewhere? Have you heard of that one? It's like some hillbilly one. <laughs> hillbilly guy has awesome. like toilet frame picture frames and toilet seat picture frames and stuff. Whoa. I don't know. know what your family does for fun. But, uh, <laughs> I, haven't been to, I haven't been to either. Get a squirrel dinner. I haven't heard of that, but there's also Scott, Scotty's Castle. In, it's in like Cayucas. Or, uh, is that near there? Yeah. 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 Mm. Those are the flyers you see at the Motel 6s. Mm. Yeah. Right. LOL Bloops uh, says, I common, commonly see Craigslist ads for classic cars that note that the car gets a ton of looks every time I drive it, quote unquote. In other words, the seller is using that as a selling point, the fact that the car draws attention. However, do people really care about that? Sure, it's neat when someone yells, nice car, from the sidewalk, but do people really base a car buying decision on whether or not strangers will notice them. Is public attention really that important, or is it all about the driving slash ownership experience? Yes. 
Um, <laughs> it's just something really? to note about the car. It's I like, think it's a, it's a, way, it's a, a way of describing the car. Yeah, it's just describing that, hey, I drive it around, and people seem to gravitate towards yeah, it. But there are no doubt people that like the attention, and they're looking for that specific thing. Well, most thing. supercar yeah. buyers, I mean, right. that's why they um, buy them. I mean, I think it's, you know, no one, I mean, I don't, I've never met anyone that doesn't like to be complimented, right? So, like, but, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's all that matters, but I think, you know, like, there are people out there who are looking for that interesting and unique thing that's going to make them stand out when they're cruising down the street. Of course, that's not the sole purpose and the sole... I mean, it, I don't know. This is a subjective thing, See, right? Everyone wants their choice to be justified in some some yeah. way. You know, and that's a way to justify your car as, as being cool or being good. Like, Other people think it's cool. Yeah. And things are popular, you know, things that aren't popular aren't popular. And then when they are popular, then, you know, it's everyone's... Shouting at them and saying, "Hey, that's cool!" Right. So, I don't know. I think uh, it wouldn't be a, a that wouldn't be a factor in buying a car. But if you were picking between a few and one was in better condition, that you know garnered attention, you might be like, "Huh, I don't know." They're saying people really like it from like fifty feet away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and maybe it shows a little pride from the owner that's selling it. You know, hmm. people enjoy this car, and I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That totally. I mean, that's that's exact. That's a, a good way to put it. Like, you know, you know, this is me speaking for myself. Like, I I, I Speak really strive. You know, I always like to you know build a cool machine tailored to my taste. But like, I I like to put it out there for people to enjoy as well. And I like to hear that people enjoy it too, right? Like, people like seeing like what I've put together, like as an almost like an art piece. You know, I like that feedback. And like, if it's positive, that's rad. You know, well, of course, yeah. You don't want I people mean, going. That thing's ugly. right. I mean, like, so, but I mean, that's <laughs> look at that's, your guys' choice of wheels. That guy's so lame. So lame, bro. Rota RBs. Um, I don't really own any cars that get attention. I, I've never owned a car that got attention yeah, like that. I never do. Wait so, a minute. It was Folia. Didn't you get thumbs up? I don't own a West Recently? Oh, oh, no. You own a Vanagon. Sorry, Vanagon. Yeah. You get... You, I'm sure you got some props in the E30. Never. There. Yeah, you do. Except I, for that guy who knocked on your door. Yeah, they kind of... Oh, yeah. But I'm saying... As I'm <laughs> yeah. driving, but I'm saying as driving around, I never get thumbs up. I never have people go like, nice car. Well, you know? I mean, it's pretty... Whereas if you drive a, you know, like a Datsun Roadster, like a perfect Datsun Roadster, people are going to do that, I'm sure. You know, even people who don't know the car. I got it in the 928 more than any other car I've ever Oh, owned. interesting. Like, I think just because it's weird looking seven you know and whatever. people don't know really what it is so they think it's probably more, worth more money than yeah they too. think it, and it's something crazy and it has a v8 and they're like what's in that thing you know a lot of people asking you questions i love like, that like oh what is that what, what does it have in it <laughs> like a v8 like, yeah. that's, that's, it's that's a v16 stock? a stock no so, man no so, i converted uh, it this last recent the recent trip i was in tahoe when i had the whole fucking m5 kerfuffle i like saying that word <laughs> um i was at, at the pool and this guy approached me and he's like is that your car and i said yeah like we were because he saw me the day before driving or whatever we we're talking um i don't think i ever mentioned this to you guys but he's like this big contractor in the bay area and he's owned all the like 356s and a bunch of cool cars and he still owns a 928 gts and he said that um he did a trip across the country uh, like a couple of years ago and he got pulled over going like a hundred in Montana somewhere. And like, he thought there was no speed limit. Turns out there is now or something. And he hadn't driven in there in a while. Anyways, the cop was super chill. He like basically pulled him over and was more interested in the car. Didn't know what the fuck it was and had never seen one. And he's like, thank you for pulling over because I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have been able to catch up if he kept going. <laughs> you know? right. So, but I mean, yeah, he was just interested. He's like, what the fuck is that? You know, it is an interesting looking car. Um, turns heads. Yeah. There I, there's a flip side to it too. I remember Kevin when he was driving his uh, 
uh, 9-11 in, in, down in San Diego in college. Um, he would talk, he'd like pull up to a gas station and he, fe- he said that, uh, if I remember correctly, he felt like he would get a lot of sneers because he was a Porsche driver and people thought he was like, yeah, they're the worst. Falling and the worst. Yeah, yeah. but it was like an old beat up Porsche. It was an old beat up Porsche. I don't one, think yeah. he, I think that's Kevin like projecting or something or, you I know, was just like, saying, oh, Porsche, that, that was a hippie drivers. inside that was yeah, waiting exactly. to get out. He's like, exactly. I feel bad for it, having this I think that's exactly car. what it is. Like, oh, I was getting sneered <laughs> i know he did get pulled over once and the guy's like the guy walks up he's like hey alonzo jr you know how fast you're, you know so like said name some nascar driver classic cop move yeah yeah there, we, got, oh, well, I was, we got pulled over in a, in a kia minivan going 113 miles an hour in nevada how is that even possible Just gave you props <laughs> no he said who is dying <laughs> this is in the middle of nevada like no, nothing around and it's the classic nevada highway patrol he had sh- bicked shaved head and a mustache Ooh. with mirrored aviators friendly oh wow did he have guy. like that big like sergeant hat with a little what appear to be like uh peanuts <laughs> dangling across the front you know what i'm talking about totally <laughs> they're peanuts have you ever seen a main uh, a hat from maine no they put, they put little corks dangling to get rid of the mosquito Oh, that's what? cute. What? Uh, Interesting. Uh, uh, there's a lot of mosquitoes. <laughs> um, anyways, we all, we all have stories, you know? At least a few. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Brian Patrick Muldoon. Go around the room. You're the host of Wheeler Dealers. Are you Mike Brewer or Ed China? I don't know who these guys are. I don't either. I'm definitely a tinker. I would be more of an Ed China for Dude, sure. Can you describe who these guys are? Mike Ed China's the guy who wrenches. He's the guy who puts... Oh, yeah. You I, know know I know the name of the show, but I don't think oh, I've ever Ed's seen it. Ed's the guy who buys the cars. And, Ed, I mean, sorry. Ed China's the one who fixes the cars. Yep. And Mike's the one who buys the cars and goes, why aren't you done yet? You know, hurry up. Hurry uh, up you got to be one of those. No, it's like gas monkeys. They have the same yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Are you Richard Rollins or are you the guy with the beard? Right. I'm probably more the guy in the beard. I don't wear uh, bedazzled jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that guy in person. Uh, He's way Collins. taller than I expected. Really? Yeah. I didn't expect We saw him anything. at SEMA. I don't know if he, yeah. Yeah, he was like, cruising around. Um, he was at Pebble Beach. So I guess none of us... I don't, yeah. I've seen that show a handful of times like five years ago, and I, I would like to watch it. I thought I'd seen every single episode, and then Link called me out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what? I haven't, I haven't what, seen a few. 42 seasons. Yeah. Did you see the Devin bodied 1953 something? <laughs> no. Uh, it's a rad show, though. I enjoy it. It's like it's not like an amazing show. It's just interesting, like something to just kind of... It's like a little popcorn munching show. Yeah, I like know? it. Just something in the background. Uh, so, I don't who, know which who are you. I'm not... I don't think I'm either, so... Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, I'm I, not either extreme. I, I want to be more of an edge. Right, right, because Mike, Mike is obnoxious, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a definitely like a... I'm a wheeler dealer. I mean, I like to look for those deals, and I like to... Mike's do all Mike's shit. the guy... He's the talker? Yeah. I guess, yeah, he's... You're, he's you're Mike, man. Mike man. Yeah. I'm the Mike man. Okay, <laughs> his real question. Wait, uh, side note, I saw freaking Wayne Carini Whoa. at uh, the Crow's Nest like two weeks ago or something. No oh, way. Sweet. So I I was just like... Are you sure? I'm, I'm positive, dude. Did you so here's what happened. Ask him if he was, are you chasing classic cars? No, I, I would have. Here's what happened. We were sitting down. I was like, I, I could recognize this guy with the freaking white mustache and everything. I, I had no idea why. I thought maybe he was part of the yacht club or something. <laughs> That's an embarrassing comment. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was thinking about it the whole time, and finally he gets up and walks away, and right as he's walking away, I'm like, oh, shit, that's the guy from the freaking, you know. Oh, I would have loved to, for you to say that to him. <laughs> oh, you're the guy from the freaking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Offer him your 1950 <laughs> whatever post. I, al- I almost walked up to say, like, 
you know, I'd know let's hear somewhere. Let's hear it. Give us the speech. I, I didn't have it all planned Okay, Brian, I'm Wayne Carini. Go. Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> the worst. So I, I, I figure it out, and then I Google it, and, you know, I find his picture. I'm like, oh, that's definitely him. And so everyone at the table is like, well, go freaking make out with him. <laughs> go make out. Was he alone? That's exactly what they said. They were a little more graphic. Whoa. Was yeah. he alone? No, he was with some friends. Nice. So anyways, I chose not to chase after him, but I regretted it later. I really should have. Was yeah. this like a month ago, maybe? Yep. During car week? It was right after car week. Yep, so that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it was like, a, literally, a, I think it was the next weekend. Okay. A I week after. he's uh, Connecticut-based. Yep. And his F40, F40 Motorsports. F40 Motorsports. But then I was uh, at Bookshop Santa Cruz flipping through a Rodgers journal, and there was a whole article in the middle about him working with Steve Mole to make like this one-off uh, hot rod thing and mm. you know Steve Moles up in Oakland and they yeah. were talking about like you know deliveries that were imminent and stuff like that and I don't know I'm sure he has a million reasons to stay longer around here after Monterey but sure um Brian Patrick Muldoon says real question I recently put a modern uh, Blaupunkt Cupertino stereo in my 86951 I'm having second thoughts as the new faceplate isn't fitting the 80s vibe replace with a period correct Blaupunkt shitty sound or go stereo delete. Uh, well, Lane had his approach. You can share yours. Well, I went stereo delete, but that's because I deleted the DIN for a stereo. Like but you have a, but you have a system that works. I mean, I have can, an amp. You have so a lapai. I have a lapai. How did you know the brand? I know it. Wow, I know. I know everything about you. I have a, <laughs> I have a twenty-five dollar amp with a with an aux plug-in. But that twenty-five dollar amp gets really good reviews for its size. It works and great. price. Yeah. yeah. And you're not bumping bass. No. You're listening to podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that's a good that's a good choice if you want to hide it somewhere. Because mm-hmm. um, 'cause they're really small. They almost fit yeah. in your palm. Like and yeah. what what do you really need a head unit for? I mean, are you really playing CDs? Yeah, and if I you think, if you want to get a yeah. like you, you can get those for your retro phone. head units. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah, yeah, someone so, but a lot of them are probably crap. So chitty. There's some there's someone a Clarion Clarion makes some good ones. Clarion makes yeah, for the E thirty six M three I was looking for something that would fit like to replace the stock one. it's like a Clarion Z F one oh two E or some shit like I think that. Bad rabbit. So yeah. So he says, uh, "I know I'm not supposed to answer. Thank you. You were right. You're not supposed to answer. But look at look into Kenzel MCR. Oh yeah. Ten. Those are rad. Those look super OEM. Like yeah. But that's more like 90s. Like, it looks like an early 90s. See, Mark that's what I'm looking for. 3. My 30 though, and I I've been looking at the BMW brand CD players yeah. and they're fucking expensive. So like, for your car, dude, check out the Clarions. They, there's a series of classic because they're amber also. Okay. So they, they integrate really well with the, with BMW interiors. Yeah. But um, yeah, like that Kenzel or whatever, that brand, they they also make some, but it looks more, those look more like early 90s, like, or not early 90s. I mean, um, I'd say like a mid 90s, like Mark III golf interior, you know, how like those buttons look uh-huh. and they have like green lighting with like white buttons or some shit. I've seen those too, but I was I like, I think I've for seen the Clarions cause I've, I remember on like six feet online or something, someone did a post okay. and, it, and it matched like perfectly. It's perfect. Yeah. You would never even, if you, if you yeah. didn't know, yeah. Oh, it's same cool. amber color. And they're supposed and they're brand to be brand new. They're, yeah, they're new and they're yeah. supposed to be like proper and they have like auxiliary inputs and, nice. you know, Bluetooth in the works. Yeah. That's how, I mean, if you like Lane worked in your car because you deleted the whole center console but if you're not doing that just yeah. having an an open that's weird din right? thing i yeah. mean i guess you can get the the delete you, slot you could also just buy a 
like a straight up just amp that fits a DIN probably with just a with just one dial and like a yeah but I, I don't even know if you can and at that point you might as well just put I know a regular... but, but if you don't want to look sure. I'm curious you guys know I mean I know Warren you you have some audio experience like what about like a really really nice period like high quality Alpine sure. or something wouldn't that be a good That's stereo great, but the problem is like for my car a period Alpine was a tape deck mm-hmm. so That's cool though why is it why <laughs> well, what, what else do you need? A CD player? Well, he needs an audio. You don't yes. have CDs. Yeah, I do. And, and you have you, CDs. Yes. But you right. do? Uh, then I'm yeah. sorry, I'm uh, wrong. You play CDs? Yeah. But oh, wow. don't you need an aux more than anything? I mean, yeah. I would think that's, that's all you th- need. That's the nice thing. It does yeah. have an aux for sure. And, and my stereo I have now, it's a good adapter. It's a modern Sony CD player with an aux- auxiliary, which I use. But it doesn't look good at all. I yeah. mean, it's fine, but it definitely is an eyesore if you really get down to it. So. Yeah, the other, the other thing. I mean, but a tape deck, you could use the little. So I rocked yeah, the right. my E36. I rocked that Bluetooth cassette. The yeah, we I think it's an Ion. Yeah, dude, it worked that pretty thing good. worked really well. Does I was it? like, yeah, dude, I was really impressed by it. But it actually, actually has like, batteries in it. Uh, it, it's rechargeable. It, it, they're integrated, so you don't like pull them out or anything. But you have to charge that thing. But you charge them. I mean, I, I think it had like, eight hours of play or something. Okay. Like, I mean, continuous. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was way better than I expected. But if I, for me or something, I would I was, need a wire. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a pain in the butt. So an, maybe an Alpine Deck tape player with a, a tape adapter for an auxiliary. Yeah, or I know that. But where are you going to find an old Alpine? They're out there. Craigslist, and they're and still. They, they, they're light. They, they're not dead because they're really old. Like they have a decent life expectancy. Yeah, for the most part. I so mean, usually you'd want to test. The other them, thing but... is that you can do like like RCA to like mini stereo jack, so that you can do like an you know you can just run a cable from behind your yeah. deck, yep. and then just plug in your phone too, right? Yeah, and there's also some uh, hacks for even Beckers. There's a guy that has a really good website, and it details step by step directions on how to add an auxiliary jack to a vintage becker i've seen that but i mean the thing is like vintage beckers don't sound good they don't that's they what, well, that's like what he, ass well that's what he's like, saying is that basically do you want to go vintage and get shitty sound and remember the stereo i had in the e12 it was an old kenwood yeah and it was probably put in that car in 82 and it was been in there ever since tape deck mm-hmm. it totally crackled every touch of the volume yeah i yeah. think you're um, best off buying a brand new thing that looks kind of old the no, even, the, good... even the shittiest brand's probably going to be like decent totally yeah. compared there... to something that's older yeah right? one last thing there's while i was doing the e36 hunt i also found some nakamichis nakamichis that good. are that's like good brand, yeah that are right? late 90s but look like Late kind of 80s, 80s, early 90s, yeah. More square. More square and simple. And they have knobs rather knobs, than... Knobs, yeah. yeah. And, and you'll pay a premium for that. And the other one I was going to say on that same line is uh, Macintosh. Oh, yeah. Those are money, though, right? Yeah. Super they're rare, very, right? very expensive, so. but they have the look. They are they were like the baller, and they're really high quality. So, something to think about. Options. Um, all right. Where are we here? Sob story. Double AB? Yep. I recently bought a 95 Toyota pickup from a friend thinking I'd use it to tow project cars and motorcycles. So far, I haven't used it anywhere near as much as I thought I would since it's not my daily driver. My question, do you ever feel guilty about keeping multiple cars and underusing them? Warren, do you want a question for you? I know. It's like so exactly. today I went and uh, I had to go to the DMV for the Mighty Max. That's another story. I'll tell another podcast. But uh I went by there and I tried starting it again. The starter is just fried. It makes like mm. the worst dying whale sounds, you know, you've ever heard. <laughs> like but I'm I'm eager to get it going and use it again. I just don't have much. You have to invent reasons. To exactly. Use it. And I and I bought the <laughs> and I got the truck thinking and I have used it a lot in small bursts. Like I'm moving or I'm doing a project or whatever it is and and I'll use it and then it just sits. 
for mm, I have a use for it, but it's like a track, and it would be cheaper for me to rent a fucking U-Haul and do it. So I have like I don't know if you remember like like next to my house, I have like a little yeah. garbage pen, like where that yeah, I have yeah, my yeah. trash bins. Mm-hmm. So when we remodeled our kitchen, we pulled all the old light fixtures out and a bunch of other shit, and I have them covered under a tarp just sitting there. And I've just been meaning to do a dump run, but I don't have a truck, and it's like thirty bucks to rent a U-Haul truck, and I just haven't done it yep. plus gas or whatever. No, it's good. You're letting you know you want to give it time for all the spiders to like get the spiders up in there like, and like really make a home out of it and, and, and really wrap it all nice and tight with silk maybe um, so rust going. how about like would that would it make the track you think no, oh, yeah, of course it would no. yeah <laughs> what do we know dude <laughs> I would not take that out of Santa Cruz County oh it, it's great just cruise up one yeah get take acquainted with it alright toss yeah, all that shit not, we're not worth, moving our not here. worth it yeah, take yeah. your time yeah just totally leave it up there right Is there <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly what we're really trying to get here with this question is how does it feel Warren it does uh, nag at me a bit when I think about the like loose ends in life and things you want to tie yeah. up. Yeah. And Brian can relate. Shit, why are you pointing at me? You yeah, it's more well, dead cars. You have cars that too, actually yeah. work. I know, are, I know. But also, when it's kind of not working, that's when it's more of a strain. On, like, it is. You're you're like ah, it is. I can't just go jump in it if I need yeah. it right now. It's just basically dead, and it's kind of you know it's covered in cobwebs and dirty you know old leaves. Is Groot growing back? Oh, I didn't check. Oh, yeah, check. possibly. Yeah, um, I mean, and, and that'd be a reason to keep it. But it's a to-do item that is a super low priority. Yep. And I have a little list of other things I want to do to it, and it needs, and I just haven't got around to it, and kind of just sits on the back burner. And so I, I'm, I'm definitely the kind of person that would like to check that, you know, check that box and get it done. So. Gotta get to start first. You gotta downsize. I know. Just sell off that kind of stuff. I know. No, I know that sort of stuff. It t- like I, I know when I, I've, I've had my big collections of cars running and not running, and it totally weighs on you. It's like <laughs> ah, just one more thing. You well, know, yeah, it's always register. in the back of your head, right? Yeah, it, it's it is. Like, and you kind of worry about it. It's like, oh, I haven't and... seen it in three weeks. It's like I hope no one like broke the windshield or you and know. What if they did? I know. Like, oh, it's great. Like, God, right? I gotta go to a windshield. For I, this I mean, that I drive once the year. The truth of it is, and you have the same situation, Brian, is that you have places to keep cars relatively safe and out of the way and doesn't cost you anything. The same thing's true for the Mighty Max. I, it really doesn't hurt me to keep it. Yeah. But I could definitely use the 1500 bucks for something else. Like, And you're paying registration on it, insurance? Yeah. yeah. I know. You can rent a U-Haul once a year and be cool. Yeah, totally. And I have friends mm-hmm. that have multiple trucks. Like Tom, I have borrowed his truck in the past. Like, It's no big deal. But it's just that... Th- this another thing so dude that's yeah, a good I'm, question i'm really excited to uh finally get rid of the jetta and get down to basically just the e-golf for my day-to-day stuff like yep. I, there's even little details that bug me where it's like i don't know where my sunglasses are like i'm excited <laughs> to have just the e-golf that i'm driving where i know exactly where my sunglasses are going to be every time like i'm not like switching between the 190e and the jetta and, right, right. and all this stuff like it was like your donna summer cd you know I mean, just, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I hear you, man. So, yeah, I don't know what the listeners think. Should I sell the Mighty Max? Should I keep it because it it doesn't really do much? I think sell it and uh, fix your rear window latches uh, with those electronic oh, ones. Just, That's oh, yeah, you saw that? Okay. Yeah, and then uh, get some new tires and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, Wait, I, okay, we'll hear about it later. President Burns, how much of a price difference would a manual NA... 944 hold over an auto 944. The Huge fuck? price difference. Why would anybody buy an automatic 944? Yeah, I don't think there's any need for an automatic 944. I think it has that ugly shifter where the accordion No, no, moves. I think he's saying, like, what's the, what's the, uh, 
What's the markup for a manual? Oh, I'm, I I think that there's no markup for the, the manual is a standard. Okay, and there's just like everything else. The automatic's worth nothing. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think the markup is. But wait, 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 wait! In our midst is a man who yeah. can convert any automatic. No, he would uh, not do that with a 944. That's what I'm wondering. Maybe he found one for an automatic for super cheap, that's and he's thing, wondering though, if you, you can, can throw, buy, like... You can yeah. buy a normal 944. They didn't even... Did they even... I don't think they made turbos with in automatic. No, they didn't. So they only made NA cars. So many 968s with automatics. Oh, yeah, you're right. So bad. So that's actually and worth 9, converting. 928s. Yeah. 928s. 928s. All, so 928s, the cool thing is there's a company doing um, six speeds out of Corvettes. Whoa. Oh, the Tremex? Or yeah, Tremex. It, uh, I think it's Tremex. Isn't that a rear a transaxle? transaxle? Oh, the Corvette, Corvette C5 on is all transaxle. Oh, wait, no, that's not a Tremex. Uh, yeah, yeah. It might be. Yeah. C56, really? Transaxle? I don't know. I don't know. But, so they're doing that. But, I don't know, The the I think more than the difference in price, it's probably only a grand or something like that, which is... And it depends on condition. There could be a exactly. perfect low-mileage automatic, and it's going to be more than a lot of... But the premium, for in that case, you would probably get, you know, 25% or 50% more yeah. for, a, for a manual. Um, if it's, say, a car with 5,000 miles, right. it's like insane, you know... Um, but really, your market is so small too. Yeah, mm. it's like really old that, people. Or yeah, who would ever want that? Yeah. All right. Um, analog cars on film asks any recommendations for a manual family car? I daily a 2016 A6 and have a 964 for fun. To split the difference between the two and carry my kids, I bought a E36 M345. But after four months, it seems like the honeymoon is over. So how to replace a four door oh. M three, and he has an A six. Yeah, and he has what a about an, four. Wait, so why does he need what about anything an, else? No, no, he could sell both of those. A manual. So he says a manual family car. The A six okay. is not a manual. So what if he did like an E ninety E ninety two? Just jump up to a newer to M3 the newer. with V8 power. Wait, and he's selling both? He's selling his 964? No, he's not selling know. either of them. He no. just wants to replace the M3, it sounds yeah. like. He wants a yeah. manual He wants to split the car. difference between the two. Manual family car. Um, how about a... Uh, so he's going to sell the A6. How about a Kazi? No, he's selling the E36. How about a 190E Cosworth? Mm. That's a four-door family manual. It's within his... I mean, it sounds like he has some cash. Mm. I don't know. Dude. I mean, both of his cars are pretty fast. The 964 and I mean, Cosworth, I don't know if it's going to be enjoyable enough. I mean, not that fast is the only name of the game here, but um, I replaced my M345 with an E34 M5, and I fucking love it. It's way more fun. Yeah, like that's a good call. Yeah, it's a like it's a way better car for sure in every way, yeah. and it's it's a way more fun car too. Yeah, in a different way too. I like I like that choice. Or E39 or E28 M5. M5. Yeah, yeah, E39 M5. M5 be cool You're too, looking at yeah. thirty grand. But, yeah, uh, even yeah, I think uh, even like uh, you know E39 540 six speed or an E34 540 six speed. Now, does it have to be a four door cool. for a family car? Because yeah, so yeah, yeah especially if he's got car seats to deal so with. How about a uh, Volvo 240 Turbo? 240 Turbo. Meh. Turbo Wagon. Dude, what about a fun truck family car? I mean, he's already got the 964. Manual what truck? fun truck? Well, like an you know, X-Runner. Like an old Land, Land Cruiser or something. Yeah, if he's not looking for a sports car. And they're not really manuals for the most part. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just tr- kind of thinking, you know, rounding out his little situation here. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he he's, does have the 964 for the 500E background stuff. But he wants a manual, manual transmission. Oh, I said manual. What the fuck am I saying? So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just such a that's such a hard question. It's a well, question. Yeah, he has like a like a brand new A6, like a really nice car, and then he has a 964. Like, oh man, yeah. he wants a fun family car. That's the issue, right? Because the A6 is kind of like the boring kind of like. I guess around. yeah, it's the auto. Yeah, I mean. I think, yeah, E90 is rad. I mean, E90 M3 would be a great choice, too. I mean, yeah, E90 M3. Manual. I'm going to say one, four-door. 190 Cosworth. I'm sticking 190 with that. 190 Cosworth would be awesome. Sure. I'm sticking with that. Sure. Four-door. Vintage fun. You won. I win. You lose. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Right. Uh, Kieran Berndt says, thanks for ask, answering my previous questions. Uh, what are some of the worst cars you've ever owned? Or was there some vehicles that you lost your family's inheritance in due to depreciation or the market changing? Well, buy, hashtag buy high, sell low. Yep. I don't think any Let's of us have a, had a car expensive enough. To yeah, we're not, that's what I was just going to say. We're yeah. not or, spending or we don't have money. family inheritance. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we've talked about this also on, on the podcast many times, but I bought a 99 Volvo V70R and it oh, essentially right. just... Had issues. That was I your up, big loss. Yeah, I ended yeah. up selling it for what I owed on it to a you know a friend, and it was a kind of a nightmare car. So that would be mine that I and you lost a good amount of money. Yeah, right? I bought you it for like money on it. I bought it for like sixteen grand, yeah. and I sold it for eleven. Or Within something. how long? Like two years. And you put money into yes. it. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I'm trying to think. My biggest think was that E36. I mean, it wasn't an expensive car or anything. I probably I think I paid like five grand or six grand for it. But I put tons of money into it, replaced the tranny, you know, all this other stuff, and I ended up selling it for like fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> when was <laughs> that? Pretty bad. Huh? When was that? Because you paid six grand for it. That was a three twenty five I, right? Yeah, ninety five. Ninety five. And that was in like two thousand or something. It was in two thousand, I think. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Or yeah. two thousand one or something. I don't know. I've, I've I've looked out. Yeah, for the most part, like I've you know lost maybe a few hundred bucks here and there, but for the most part, I've managed to actually like buy low and sell high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was probably the E36 M3, but it wasn't even that bad. 5500 I bought it, or, yeah, 5500 put, like, 1500 into it, and then sold it for 4750 Yeah. But I, it did depreciate more than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, yeah, not, not a bunch due to market changing. I mean, I don't think we've owned enough, like, really popular cars in a... Or expensive enough expensive to enough. really yeah. see that market change. Actually, right? probably the only one that I can think of where I actually lost like over a grand, and that's not even that crazy. That I actually lost money though on a sale was uh, had a, a, a little uh, Civic hatchback, an EF, the red one. Love I don't know those. if I showed you guys. Just love them. So it was like fully built B16, you know, Type R, this, that, and this, whatever. Yeah, but um, ITR. I, um, I was driving in city um, in San Francisco, world renowned for its horrendous roads. And uh, you know how they um, like sometimes when they when they're repaving, um, they'll they'll basically carve out the top fucking layer, and then the manholes like stick up higher. Yep, yep. So I was in the like in lane number one, sort of like in the fast lane. This is like a big three lane kind of boulevard. Mm-hmm, we like got the picture, board boulevard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was behind a van going way below the speed limit, I all the way in the left lane. Entire story is gonna be invalid here. <laughs> Check this out. Left lane. Super slow. Wait, number one lane? Number one lane. I'm um, going like 25 miles an hour in a 35. I'm like, fuck this guy. I drop it into first gear. I fucking red line. VTEC. VTEC, yo. It kicked in hard. Yeah. 
Oh shit, hard. that was fast. So, anyways, I jump out, dude, and as oh, soon as I do that, plan, the floor yeah, plan dude. Came as soon as I fucking, now. as soon as I jump out, I see the fucking the the, the manhole, manhole sticking cover. up, yeah. and then my floorboard, my my diamond plate floorboard immediately fucking falls. <laughs> Bolts are fucking flying everywhere. Diamond plate. <laughs> diamond plate. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what? You just fucked your. Suspension? Yeah, dude, so I bottomed out, and I ripped the transmission case. Oh open. shit. Yeah, so it it cracked it open, literally ripped a hole into it, and yeah. um, so. So I I base I sold the car for like twelve hundred bucks and I paid like four yeah, thousand for it. Or something completely like valid. It's not the question. Money of like, I mean that's just a random yeah, accident. He, he's yeah. not like depreciation. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's like me hitting the deer. I know. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I, I that's the closest to actually like. And, E30s Something are known for uh, having the oil. Yeah, they do. I've done that too. That's why Warren has yeah. a cover. Actually, I did it. lose money on the E32 for the TDIs same reason. guys are known for that as well. Yeah. By the way, there's no fast lane in city streets, bro. There is. <laughs> you know, just passing. Move to the right. Fast lane. You're just uh, lucky you didn't preface that with funny story. I know, yeah. dude. It was not funny. Moz DMM. Magnus Walker sticker on. Car, cool or not cool? I like to hear you guys' opinion. Asking for a friend. Do you like Magnus Walker? I mean, does your friend like Magnus Walker? I, mean, I don't care. I mean, whatever. So what do you guys he, think? Even what if do he does, think? even if he does like Magnus Walker, what is your opinion? What do you mean, even if he does? So if he likes if Magnus, you like Walker, Magnus Walker, like you like Magnus Walker, yeah, right? He's yeah, cool. Yeah. Do you would you rock a Magnus Walker you sticker laughing? on your no. car? No. Why are you laughing, Lane? I'm just asking. No, I'm asking you. I, I wouldn't rock a Magnus Walker sticker. I just don't like... I mean, I'm not a sticker guy, period. I mean, but I mean... But you just said, you know, if he likes him. If he's into it, that's cool. I mean, yeah. that's like me putting a fucking, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a sticker I would put on my car, but there really isn't anything. So Stickers are kind of like Donna tattoos. Summer. They're like tattoos. You have to really believe in it. But them. you can take them off. Yeah. So they're like different. tattoos, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not exactly like yeah. tattoos. So... I would not rock a Magnus Walker sticker. I think the guy's fine and everything, but... But is it cool, he's asking, right? No, I don't think it's cool. You don't think it's cool? Well, for one thing, there's not a product behind it, right? Uh, it's just up steering wheels. Okay. okay. No, that's a, that would be like Warren. a Momo. But they're it, Magnus Walker. It was a Momo short, limited run of Magnus yeah. Walker steering wheels, which are, I guess, now are trading for three times the retail That's the pretty retail wild. Price or something. But... The, it's not like you're not representing a product or anything like that, you know, a brand that you back. You like know, kind of you're lifestyle. not you're not trying to. It's it's just literally this dude that likes cars, and you're showing that. Although the, like, I, I gotta say though, the we're talking about the little kind of half triangle type yeah, of, like yeah. little the thing British with the British flag. flag. I think it's a nice design. I think it's uh -huh. a good design. Does it look good on the side of the car? Actually, yeah. What, what car can. did you put it on? I mean, I, I think mean, I think technically, you know, if you just look at it objectively, like, does the sticker look good with this design or whatever? I think it might be able to. Yeah. The bigger question for me is like, you know, why you put a sticker on your car and what, like, what you're talking about, Lane? Like, what are you representing? Yeah. Like, I mean, I like Magnus Walker and uh, I like what he represents, but he's just a dude who likes cars. Like, you know. Why, uh, like, there, there's a big gap there for, like, why I would put a sticker about this dude on my car. Yeah, but I think it's gone beyond just a dude that likes cars. There's a dude that likes cars and has a specific aesthetic that people really like, and he's now turning that into almost like a brand. For sure. Like, so people are following that and doing, you know, like, Brad Sport. 
Ooh, is, is he offended? Because I just said that he's a Magnus Walker follower. We don't know. He's not here. Okay. Um, we'll find out later. That's he called enough. me a dummy or something the other day. <laughs> yeah. Did he? Um, yeah. I knew. <laughs> he did? Like, uh, probably, yeah, we'll talk about it on the later. talk about another podcast. Maybe on Sunday's well, podcast. I don't know. It's fine. I mean, like right now, I, I'm sticker guy, right? So I have like a few stickers. Yeah, yeah so you, you probably have the most, like the best, I mean, I guess your opinion is I have, valid. Like, I don't even know what I have on my car right now, but... uh. I think I have like I put a retrograde sticker on my car because those guys are cool and they're like it's a coming up kind of company like trying to like show it off to people kind of thing. Um, I have a DWA sticker. Those guys are cool. Actually, now that I'm thinking about this, is this a Magnus Walker sticker on the fender or is it just a Magnus Walker sticker on that's, your car? I think that's what it is. It's oh, always, specifically right there. The... I think so. I mean, that's typically what you see is that yeah. big Magnus Walker sticker gotcha. on the fender. And the, the JDM scene, the, the ad band stickers, did you see those? The little triangles that people used to put? I Rob, don't. you know what's up. You're listening right now. Um, yeah, they used to put, um, it's like a red little sticker, like Yokohama ad van. And people used to put them on their calls, our cars all the time, regardless of what tires <laughs> what were rocking. Tire, yeah. Like it's just people really like that little design and they yeah. would always put it on the fender i mean yeah i guess it looks cool but i mean i had no desire to do that but yeah i guess i mean if you dig it you dig it that's kind of my opinion on it that's kind of like no opinion yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, i'm thinking about like so but i guess it's just saying like you know it's kind of with every everything right like this know. certain look isn't your style but but you know you we're, can respect we're it. experts in automotive opinion people yeah. say what do you think about these cars? And you can't say, well, if you like it, then that's great. Yeah. Well, that's like, like for, that's not why we're I would, here. I would wear like a, a not too overt Magnus Walker shirt, you know, if it was just his logo or something. Christmas but, ideas. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't put his, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't put his sticker. Okay. Okay. Well, let, I, all, right, all right. So, and I just, think putting a sticker on your paint on your fender is way different than putting it on a window. So that's I what know, I was in my asking. opinion. Yeah. So that's like that's going a little overboard for me. I'm All like, right, roundtable then. Is a Magnus Walker sticker on your fender cool? Yes or no? No. Sure. No. Wait. No. What? Why did you say? Is sure your answer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's okay. move on. Well, wait. Impartial. I was idiot. just thinking about like uh, dummy art. <laughs> the, uh, dummy dummy. Like the drive tastefully stickers that. Uh, what is that? Bring a trailer or Petrolicious? Petrolicious. <laughs> oh, One of those two. Oh, oh they're nothing alike. <laughs> like, I think, uh, I, like, I would rock a drive tastefully sticker because it represents, like, a movement of, like, you know, these Petrolicious type cars and, um, like, you know, it's like me saying, like, I'm into that older stuff. Yeah. But I feel like that's different. Like, it's a bigger movement rather than just, like, there isn't, like, a Magnus Walker movement where, like, you know, like, no, there is, you're a though. part of it. There yeah, is, there though. Is, yeah. I, there, if, it totally is. If I, if I am, It's then a I'm, huge like, movement. Yeah, but what do you do? You, like, put, I don't know. People what, what, love, like, people are following his aesthetic. Yeah. Like, what he but finds, like, they're following his aesthetic with their car builds. He's there's like definitely there's created. something there though that's a little bit different. Like if you like his aesthetic, like when I'm putting a drive tastefully sticker, I'm talking about like vintage cars in general. I'm not yeah. talking about like a specific like, no, but Louver this is Porsche guys. Treatment. This like nine eleven. But if you know? if like and I get it with nine elevens, like you put a, if if you're part of the club, you put a nine eleven like an R group sticker because you subscribe to that like lightweight high performance philosophy but really you do you show different it in the, the car that you build you know like you do the magnus louvers or the 1552 wheels or 
the weird, the little tail lights or something. I don't know. You do it like that's how you show that you like Magnus Walker or whatever. Mm. I mean, I, I don't want to go into too much of a tangent. I know we've got a bunch of questions, but yeah. uh, Petrolicious, do you guys know what is the most? Like, we can ask Shan or look it up later. But what is the most modern car they've had there? Was it the eighties? Probably the MR two. The MR2? Or, or I think MR2, like the 90s MR2. Oh, really? Because you said vintage cars. And I think, I don't I don't yeah. necessarily think vintage cars only. The drive tastefully thing is, I think, tastefully done, well put together machines that are out there and being enjoyed. And it's yeah. kind of a hybrid of the get out yeah, and drive thing. Right. And like, yeah. you know, so it's, but it's, I don't know, whatever. Dude, see, I would, I would put a get out and drive sticker maybe on my car. Sure. Hashtag get out and drive. I like to get out and drive. Let's move I'm on. being too nerdy about Let's, it. I like driving my car going to sleep. Outside. Let's move on. Ruth and Paul... I think I'm pronouncing that right. Which DWA car would make the best Petrolicious video? I think we can answer Lane's that. 944. Yeah. I was going to say Warren's yeah. car. No. No, you're, I feel like yours... I think it's all about the story. Yeah. But you've also but done... Yours is, yours is like, a story yours and is you've done a lot of stuff. See, I would, go, I would definitely go between... Magnus Walker out. <laughs> I would definitely go betwe- between your Warren's E30 and my 944. Those are the two. I would make a better guest than, than, <laughs> than, than Hater Lane. But I would only go between those because... But uh, I would say Warren has... The longer relationship with his car, yeah. But then I probably have more more of the experience with my car, like driving to work every day, yeah. Commuting through these cool back roads, so I can probably tell a cooler story in that. But they are really all about; they're really into that long history. Yeah, yeah. Which is why yeah, I was yeah, thinking you because right. you've owned it for 10, 10 plus years. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But, but is it's... your story compelling and interesting? I would say so. Yeah, <laughs> but I was, you know, I was thinking like, how, you know, you talk about the adventures you've had in your car and sure. stuff like that. Will it make grown men cry? That's the question. No, it will not. <laughs> no. <laughs> it will not. So, but I, I think it would be. I was thinking about it between yours and mine. I think nine forty four would win. Nine forty four. I agree. Hounds and tooth. Then Art will never own a car long enough. Yeah, there's so no history. history. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. They'll my, my never it would be, be running. It would be like a four-hour episode. They'll never do a nine. <laughs> and I'm only so on a funny story. Anyway, let me. Uh... They'll never. They'll never do a nine forty-four either because they have like two forty Zs every uh, every three weeks or whatever. They've never done a nine forty-four. No. They should. I'm wow. sure they do. They've Actually, done let's make it happen. Two forty Zs. Yeah. Like, this last week. Let's make it happen. I'm watching. I'm like, oh, this let's is so make it boring. happen, dude. Seriously, let's that's, make it happen. That's great. When you do once your you clean up your car, yeah, we'll talk to him. But I mean, my episode. I was cracking up because you're. It'll be four hours long, but I've only on the car for like 20 days you know exactly. <laughs> and i already like the, when i first bought this car man like 20 days ago i have a for, be, a for sale sign in the bucket video yeah. <laughs> it would be like an hour just telling a story of how much he's liked them yeah. throughout the years yeah. when, when i was 12 i really liked yeah. these childhood cars. pictures of art that have been there exactly. 30 minutes dedicated to just the drive down to the meet to exactly. actually meet up with them to meet our art looking at a car magazine yeah. with that car in it yes. <laughs> a lot of ken's ken burns panning so many pictures <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Nolia will clean. Sounds right. I think it's Nolia Nol- W. Nol- oh yeah, he's rad. He always DMs us. Uh, he's been DMing us like his favorite quotes from shows because he's been <laughs> go- like catching up with the whole backlog. Uh, which it's is Waylon. It's Waylon. Oh, I don't know who that spelled is. Backwards. What is his avatar like? like? Uh, Brian. A, he wrote you what? about something. Something you said. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. said, that oh, guy's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. like, that guy's a genius. Yeah. And he said, it starts off with, I have a question. Yep. Could you please find me a rust-free Mark One GTI? Been looking for, been looking, but to no avail. There's a relatively clean 88 944 Turbo and not, Nautic Blue. 
Not like blue in it for you. Oh, I see. Well, he's saying he'll he's trade. Saying he'll give us. Whoa, dude! He's I, trading. I better start looking for one. Turbo, then. Yeah. That sounds like um, a good deal. So there's Mark One rust free Mark One GTIs all over the place. They start at five or six thousand dollars. All over the place in California. Where's he looking? No, eBay, um, the Samba, wherever you want them, you ship them. Wherever you want them. If, if you have money, you pay six, seven grand and ship it, and you have it. They're still that cheap, huh? That's crazy. Yeah, that's for a really good one. And immediately, I got to wonder, is he using uh, Burzo app? That's a good question, Brian. Burzo, bringing <laughs> Craigslist cars to you. <laughs> Spelt B-R-Z-O. So if you if you have the money, they're, they're out there. If you're looking for a deal, then get in line, sucker, because we're all kind of looking. Um, I'm not looking. I haven't. I haven't yeah, Warren, I really like that Mark too. You sent pretty nice, right? Yeah. That one was five real grand. nice. Sweet. Five thousand dollars for a black Still uh, GTI. Mm. Couple of little tiny flaws, like that could be easily addressed. That yeah, was very clean, good yeah. car. The only problem I, I like the eight valve, but I'd live with that. You know, that's trippy, valve. man. You do yeah. or don't like the eight valve? I prefer the eight valve. Oh yeah, because it's half, half a V8, half a V8, <laughs> <laughs> half of a small block Chevy. Yeah. It's four cylinders. That's half of eight. That's trippy, though. Those cars haven't appreciated at all. I, well, had like this a, a, I think this like, is a pretty good deal. It seemed like yeah. a good deal, yeah. I think they, they have in general. Really? They weren't asking an exorbitant price. I sold mine, which was nicer than that, for 4500 bucks in, like, 2013? Something like that? Yeah. Three years ago? Well, Shit. This, this that's only three years ago? Holy fuck. You it's had crazy. one of those three years ago? Did I? No, maybe older... When did I have it? I had it after the Mark One. So when was that? No, that was the longest time ago. Seven years ago or something. <laughs> Fuck them all over the place. Um, I bought my Mark II for forty five hundred bucks, I think, and that was in two thousand five or something. So they're just well, I mean, yeah, with inflation, yeah. I don't know. This one looked nicer than yours. Yeah, I mean, yours had more stuff done to it, probably. But, yeah, but I mean, it was it more like track ready. But yeah. yeah, this was nicer. Yeah, uh, but for the most part, a $3,000 Mark 1 GTI is roached pretty bad. Needs all interior, uh, probably has some rust issues, and might run good, you know. Might. I had one. I had an 83, and it had a rusty quarter panel, and I gave up before it got too deep. Tweedleboy Fabworks <laughs> asks, a sub $10,000 vintage car to carve up New England backroads, currently using an N an NB Miata, but I want something more visceral and unique. I'm typically go, I typically go driving with my roommate in his 76 912 E needs to be small stick and rear wheel drive. All right. Right off the bat. E30, 944, 921, 914, E21. Yes. No one's got mine yet. Uh, uh, maybe a 2002, but that's hard. Mm-hmm. 10K? Yeah, you a a, a non-TIA. Uh, what else? What else? Dotson 510. No, dude. No, you can't. And they're going to be fucked. No. For sub-10? You can definitely get one. really hard to find. A four-door rust bucket, yeah. Yeah. Dude, you guys are crazy. No. No way. Take a look. Where's your Burzo? Send us some Burzos. Yeah, where's your Burzo? Where's my Burzo? Right now. Mark II GTI? Oops. Rear wheel drive. Oh yeah, he wants rear wheel drive. Um, Sticking. That was a good list, though. But uh, like a really nice three twenty is e twenty one would be kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, if yeah. you keep up with the nine twelve. Yeah. Nine fourteen. Yeah. yeah. 914? Which would be a direct? So, but what do you get for ten k? You can get a decent one. Uh, a little small motor. Uh, maybe even a two liter that needs paint. You know, a nice patina. Yeah. I was looking at one the other day, actually, in Southern California. Um. Cause I'm That's thinking weird of, because you didn't send that to us using I know, sorry. send to yeah, WS. Because I've been thinking about it lately uh, with the Volkswagen buyback, maybe 
maybe acquiring an i14 again yes please do so, so i found one in socal it's a two liter car it's like a 73 which is the best year um it's been converted to carbs mm, not my favorite but that's all right you can get them to run and maybe do a do a 2.4 like do a big bore kind of thing on it uh but it was 7200 okay and it needed paint but it was like dial everything else seemed to be awesome all gone through all new suspension 911 front suspension 911 brakes five lug conversion fuchs oh wow like you know had all you know it was pca owned and all this shit, oh so. shit your favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. um well that sounds the guy was okay. wearing his little cap and his jacket that's in awesome. picture. <laughs> well that's that's a fair deal where's this guy located socal there's one. In, there's a wagon in no, San Diego with located. a cape. Oh, oh, he's located no. in uh, New England. Oh, okay. Cool. There's a wagon in San Diego. Looks pretty damn clean. Manual. Dude, it's got a cape. Wagon. Solid rear axle. Solid rear axle. Uh, manual. Eight grand. There's a one for seventy five hundred that looks pretty nice in like yeah, a yeah, teal. Read it. Um, yeah. Needs everything. You want, want me to read it? Look at the rust. Dude. No, dude. It's fucking super nice. Show me the rust, um, bro. Show me the rust, bro. Dang, it's dude. there, I swear. There's a uh, super... Tons for 7,000 that are like in, in good shape. Rust-free. Look at this. I have a running, driving, legal 510. Which super is a, clean one for 11.5. It's and a four-door. You can get it for 10. You can get yeah, it for yeah, 10. No, dude, I think you're wrong, Art. Dude, you, you haven't yet given us one. Well, there's a ton. Look, here. There's one for 6,800. That's a four-door. What? Oh, he said two door. No, we were just saying. saying, We were saying that's what you want. Oh, dude, fuck. Why would I mean? It needs to be small sticker. Either way is rad. They're both. They're exactly the same size. But yeah, okay. Four door. No, you want to go two door, man. I mean, the four doors are the ones that are cheap now. Yeah. Yeah. The like. I'd rather go E30 than than a four door five ten. Dude, that's nowhere near as visceral as a Datsun five ten. I'd rather go two thousand two. I would go Dotson. Eh, well, I mean, 2002 is definitely a great choice. That's that's definitely up there. I would definitely choose that as well. All mm-hmm. right, but I think we named a few good cars. Is there anything we're missing, though? Tons. Tons, huh? Tons. Rear-wheel drive. Yeah. Z. Oh, yeah, 240Z, 260. No way, dude. They're rusty and they're four doors. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> Cor- Corvettes. Corvette. Like a C4 or something? I Interesting. Mean, the uh, Falcon. <laughs> Dude, ten grand gets you a pretty. How about that one? Yeah, when he's looking at a small light driving through. Yeah, that's why we didn't go that direction. But I'm just saying that. Did you see that Falcon that just sold on BAT for like forty grand? Forty, like thirty nine or something. Super nice car. What year? I don't know. It was beautiful though. But it's the round one. The rounded one. How's that one? That guy sent us a picture. He, yeah. That he DM'd us. Yeah, I think so rad. Super rad. Had like a bolt on flares. And it was a two-door hardtop or post? I don't even know. It's a post. Yeah, but it has... That's a, the only bummer, but it's super it's sick. It's super cool, dude. It has white letters right. out. It's just like... He's at, basically built a track car Falcon. Yeah, that's what this one on Bring a Trailer was. It was oh, yeah. yeah. It was at perfect. Ryan James perfect. up him. Show these guys the pictures. I saw um, Oh, you saw him. Yeah. But yeah, he's like... And it shows... What's cool is that he totally did it all himself. Like, you can see the car that he bought, and it yeah. was just some, you know... Cheese ball, random Falcon, but uh, he turned it into like a super, super tasteful his, NASCAR. And recreation. same with his E36 race car. Yeah, I think it's an E36. I forget. Yeah, but he's got the he does. It's so it's oh, early, dude, I didn't see that early round awesome. body style, like '63, and it's, it's got the fender flares on Remember it. Remember, we saw that one in SoCal when we were down there. For oh yeah, whole, that was it was yeah. like that, the blue and white one. So right? sick. I think I think so. Or maybe I posted. I don't know. Maybe I saw that on Craigslist or something. All right. Blue and white sounds right. Merrick Dizik. What do you guys use in planning your rallies? I was curious if it was as simple as an analog slash physical map or if you guys use route plotters to get a gauge for time and distance, etc. 
analog well, map. Whoa, like full on fold out? That's what I use. I start with that. I mean, that's what I use, use a California Atlas. Warren. It's way easier than going on the. By the time Warren gets to us, I'm I'm looking at Google. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at Gmail or yeah. Gmaps, whatever Google. Yeah, is. yeah. Um, for the most part, we do rallies that are local to us or roads we've traveled quite a bit throughout you know our life, and uh, so we'll start there. But I have a California Atlas. I think it's a benchmark map. Um, really nice, like big book kind of. Super detailed, um, awesome, awesome. But map. so, Warren, do you sit down and just draw it out on it and get all giddy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're all, ooh, look at that. <laughs> I don't know, dude. No. I, I would be sketched out, man. Like, what? Because if it's not like up to date, like, don't roads change? And well, he goes. In, I'm sure he, yeah. he goes on further than that. Yeah, yeah that's and where you start. Big, then you go and I'm verify. A, I'm a huge Google Earth nerd, so I get pretty deep on that, and then I'll verify with the regular Google Maps because they have some other information on it, and I try to get as nerded out as I can, but yeah, that's kind of how I do it. Um, yeah, we just went on a rally. It's pretty fun. Yeah. And, uh, I was actually impressed. Uh, I, I drove, I drove a road that I had never driven Uh before. And that's, and that whole thing. I thought I knew all them roads back. I think Hushy Pushy said the same thing. Yeah. Cause maybe we'll we'll talk about this on the next podcast. Yeah. Maybe on our Sunday edition. Um, and as far as time and distance, I will gauge that after I have a route and use Google maps to kind of plan that out. But, one challenge is that you're dealing with Google Maps, which is using the speed limit as your time, and your average speed may vary. So that's but a, a lot of these rallies do end up where there's like impromptu little pull-offs and stuff where so people kind of little about, hangouts, picture, picture taking and stuff yes, like that. So yes. it ends up about right. Totally. At and least then, on our big rally, it did. Yeah. And I don't know if we have it totally dialed either. Like. As far as like the directions that we end up printing out, like if it's perfect or whatever, Same I think thing. there are some systems that can work well. Well, I know because I was the one printing out the ones from the Coastal Range Rally that there were there was a lot uh, a lot of room to improve those ones. Hmm. It's difficult trying to think about like uh, you know when you're turning it in, you take it from Google Maps and you turn it into something that's relevant for the rally where you're showing you know different uh, in- points of interest and stuff and uh, warnings that you don't get about dips or whatever on Google Maps. Right. It's it's I don't know. It's yeah, kind of, so it's like, kind of an art. So Brian and I pre-ran the big rally. Last year, we pre-ran half of it, yep. and we took notes. Or Dude, Brian that was took gnarly. Notes of all the lane like, was flying down these fucking, and all this stuff. Yeah. you know, super tight roads, and I was like basically making myself sick. I had a notebook in my in my yeah. lap, and I'm like trying to make notes as we were like going over all these like you know cow grates and all this stuff, like trying to. Yeah. Keep we're like up. big jump, big bump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like for hours at a time, and it's kind of gnarly. Twenty-four left, right crest, straight. I mean that's I the, hope, that's the state of the art right there. This, that's the best. Shit. I hope you guys will be able to go with us this year. It'll be, it could be kind of a fun little thing. Yeah, like, doing to pre-run the pre-run. It? Oh, to yeah. pre-run it. Yeah. yeah, we need to do different sections because it'd be a long pre-run. Maybe I'll get it to you. Yeah, well, we kind of already done it now for one section. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. that's true. Yeah. Blitz Koenig asks: Artificial pops and crackles from exhaust in modern day more. In modern day sports cars, how do you all feel about these? I mean, I could stop them right there. We hate it. It <laughs> seems like it's the hip new thing among among manufacturers. But what happened to a great engine note as a byproduct from a high strung motor? Word. Okay, moving on. Yeah, but, but whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, it's 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 one of those things they're trying to replicate 
how a car used to be with like carburation and stuff like that. So not necessarily catless. Yeah, like but a lot of it people. is that. So you can't really get that. No, that they're, what note. they're doing is they build a super insulated car that removes you from the engine noise, and then they route it through speakers. No, so no, no. What it. he's talking about is the yeah. pops and crackles. Like so, the, it, doesn't so uh, Brandon's like, car do like that? Even yep. brand new Porsche, like yep. GT4 and stuff, it has it, or, you know, Carreras and stuff, they have, like, it, it's almost like, like the Jags have. It's yeah. like overrun. So it's like old cars had when you let off the gas. And sure. They, they do sure. the pops and stuff. New cars don't do that because the fuel injection's all dialed in. They're not giving extra fuel for those pops and crackles, you know? It's not igniting in the muffler. Right. So they're they're replicating that in this I know what you're saying. So yeah. that's what he's talking about with that stuff. And they're basically simulating the cars we love that we talk about is driving like seventies cars, you know, stuff like that where it actually did that stuff organically. But he's saying two things here. He says pops and crackles from exhausts and then great engine note. So so he's he's talking about all the stuff, right? But but one but of the, the things, engine note is something that is being piped into your sound system now on some cars, on yeah. some yeah, cars, like the M5s, the new M5s, yeah. right? And 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 a lot of, like on M5s, it's through the stereo. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But yeah. then it's fake. That's what I'm saying. But on some cars, like like Ford, I think it just has a box. Basically, the intake has a, a hole that FRSs like, do the same that yeah. pumps it in, so it's actually a natural noise, mm-hmm. and it's just pumping that noise into your car. So it's a real organic noise. I hate it all. How yeah. about the? I'm cool with it. Uh, it's hard. It just I'm seems kinda, like extra bullshit. Make the motor sound like it sounds. But I'm kind of mixed. Uh, but but that's the thing. People are looking for that analog. It, it does old add. Car. It adds a little there's bit. Probably of, there's probably you probably can't argue. There's it adds to the driver experience. Yeah. Like, it does affect the driver experience. Because you make, can't make a car sound that good anymore. You know, or that that good meaning not efficient, you know, all Because this it's stuff. not, right? Like, yeah. isn't that we just discussed this recently? Like, when you put it in that mode, mm-hmm. like, it's actually not running at its full peak potential. Porsche does that. Right? So it's just in, for the sake of enjoyment. In sport mode, it's actually worse. You know, it's not as efficient as yep. when it's in race. And when it's in race, it doesn't have that kind of the pops and crackles right. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's I mean, it's cool. I, I I don't have an issue with it if it's there and if it's not hindering anything else. But I definitely well, don't is, like the sound pump through the stereo. The stereo thing sucks. No yeah. no doubt about that. It is unfortunate that we're at a point where that's necessary. Exactly. Yeah. Like your car, but dude. Given, like, given where we are. For my, my i3. Yeah. But like, that would be funny, actually. That would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. You should actually <laughs> add that. That would be cool. Yeah. If you could have an M5 soundtrack. Yeah. That would be pretty amazing. The one that they pump in their, in yeah. their speakers. Yeah. Just yeah. based on your... RPMs. That would be great. They should sell those where you can just buy any car for your electric car. It's the screaming Formula One car. That'd be great, (laughs) dude. That'd be so awesome. Or like Um, a gasser, you know? Hey, that's our next... Super uh, lumpy idol. That's our our million dollar idea. Billion dollar idea. (laughs) Just plug it into the OBD2 thing or whatever. Totally. Totally. Outside speakers on the tailpipe that sound like muffler in your Tesla. And we sell it as a safety device to make people know, you know, so people know you're there. Shit, now we're actually on to something. That's a great idea. It's not bad. Uh, DRN Curcio. These names, man. I'm looking into 996s. Should I be looking for a really nice 4S or 40th anniversary edition? Is the 40th worth it, and do you think it will appreciate in the near future? So I think mm. if you're looking at those high-end 996s, might as well buy a 997. Ah. 
It's probably better. That's, that's the nine nine six fortieth anniversary is probably better for appreciation. But what if, if you really if you just think it, about like what car is better to have? Why not I, go, I go into buying like a nine a two thousand five nine nine seven. Why not nine nine six turbo? So potentially he lives in a snowy area. Yeah, nine nine six turbo then. Yeah, why nine nine six turbo? All wheel drive turbo. You go turbo over those two other choices. Yeah, yeah, and those are Metzger too. Yep. So I drove a really nice four S the other day. Yeah, um, with carbon brakes. It was a tight car. A really nice. And it looked great. Those was four, it was it hella tight or just four S's? Uh, look hella good. flush. I don't oh, know. Okay. But four uh, S's have those block five spoke wheels. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're they're. I don't know how to describe them. They have like Techniques. a little twist to them. What the fuck do they call those? But they're very straight. Yeah, five yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And then um, this had yellow calipers with carbon brakes, sports seats. Yellow means carbon. Yellow means carbon, right? Yeah. You couldn't option that. Yeah. As a color, um, black interior. Manual transmission, of course, and uh, eighty thousand miles, and it was just a really solid car. I couldn't tell and that the, it was the four S's drive. are good looking. They are good looking. I mean, it didn't have my. I like the early nine nine six headlights, yeah. um, mm-hmm. but they have the haunches. And and they have stuff, the haunches. Yeah. They have those great little air vents on the back. Yeah. The nice brake like lights. Like Phil's car, it's like basically the same yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, exactly. But carbon brakes look nice. That gray with yellow calipers. Yeah, it's rad. Pretty nice look. So. I like that. I think a turbo C4 would be cool. C4 has to be cool, yeah. Turbo. But turbo is like the one that's, I think, going to do the most. They're holding their value really well yeah. and even climbing a little bit. They're the gonna, nice they're climbing yeah. and they're going to climb. Yeah. Are, aren't the turbos more expensive than the 40th anniversary edition? No, I don't think Probably they, not. I don't think probably so, not, Because those do Commander Premium and you're basically getting like a trim package, right? It's like yeah, You're going to get different nose. You get the C4S nose. and I'd never even heard of it before the retrograde guys came on. And, yeah. yeah. I remember like the interior has different, it's like Silver blacks and Parts, yeah, silver parts, silver things, center yeah. console, and stuff like that. It's like, it's a lot of little trim stuff. Yeah, I mean, has like a I brown, guess they are rare, and, and it's always the Carrera, yeah. G, uh, Carrera GT silver mm-hmm. is the paint color, and then it has like a brownish interior. Yeah, MAR seems to really like them. Yeah. I mean, I think, but I think the turbo is the way to go. And for a while, you can get turbos in the high twenties. Yeah, not anymore. And not anymore. Really? So, yeah, they've yeah. gone up. Yeah. yeah, so crazy. I mean, it is. It's a Metzger-based engine. So it's everything like, about the 996, you know, the 996 is yeah. all IMS. They're know, like so. an incredible value. It's a fucking supercar for like 35, 30, 38 yeah. grand or whatever. And you, you know, you do a tune on them and you're from, you know, they start with 420 and you're all of a sudden at 5 Sharky. Yeah, 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 There's exactly. this guy that I knew that used to do my exhausts on my uh, Hondas when I was in college and he allegedly went 200 and Five miles an hour on 280 in one of them. Dang. Yeah. I believe Pretty it. nuts. Allegedly. And that's the one that the Shark Works started with, right? Yeah. True. Automatic. Yeah. Patrick.Ryan asks, what are we going to have to do to get hashtag YoHole trending? What the hell is that? Yeah, what is YoHole? You only have one life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny about that question? Dude, uh, let's do it. If you click on YoHole, there are 331 posts Yo, of people who have nice. done it wrong. And this one says, you only have one liver. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Oh. <laughs> that, so not everybody. Okay. That's like a drinking party thing, I think. Yeah. Dude, we should just fucking start it. But YoHole. <laughs> Yo-ho. I like it. I love it. Thanks, dude, for the yeah. tip. What's his name? Patrick Dot Ryan. He's uh. killing it. Um, it's it's funny too because his picture, it looks like a young kid. Uh, I don't know if that's who this account is, and then his, his tagline is "Legendary Hip Hop Artist." That's it. Whoa! <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, Mister Right to the Bar says, "Keep up the good work." 
What do you guys think about the Volvo C30 hatchback? Besides front-wheel drive, sounds like a pretty rad car. They're definitely interesting. I've never driven one. My cousin has one. Uh, he's got it lowered and wheels or whatever. But um, the issue, biggest issue I had with them is that there's just like absolutely no aftermarket support for them. But they seem like they would be a cool car. He, he really likes his. I think they look really good. They look rad. It's basically kind of like an homage to the old P1800 definitely. Yeah. with the glass. Yeah. And the, have you seen the center console? They're yeah, super the trippy. Floating center yeah, it's console? got the floating yeah. center console. Yeah, I mean, they're they all cool did. They started, they st- kind of started that thing, or the S40s yeah. too, but yeah, yeah. all Volvo's had that floating console. Kind yeah. of. Um, I don't know much about them. I, I have a hard time yeah, choosing either. that over the competition. Yeah, I think that's too. what it comes down to. But if you found a really good deal on one, and you weren't afraid of the Volvo kind of shitty to work on and get parts and stuff they're pretty cool it's yeah i, I really like the body style but i i yeah. every time i see one I'm, that's a yeah good there's a car, you know but uh, they do a pole store pole store yes did. yeah they did so at the, at my previous employer or the same employer that brian's previous employer as well there was a pole star blue one that would always park in the back in the in the school lot back there did you ever see it was always there. Um, like so, they worked at probably the building next to us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was rad. I even Matt knows a lot about him because you know he he works at a Volvo dealership or whatever. Oh, yeah. I've talked to him about him for a while. But I mean, he said I think he's driven them and he said they don't drive that well. I think but they, um, yeah, I've heard that they don't drive that yeah, great. I mean, yeah, I, I I my my cousins is like whatever, and I never really give a shit to drive it. But um, it'd be a cool like. You can probably get them fairly reasonably priced, and it'd be a cool little car to so, have, you know? I, I've met the guys at K-Pax Racing a few times, just, like, through random shit, and I've always wanted to ask them that. Like, you know, like, can this thing be built to do something rad? Cause, Dude, the answer is always yes. Because yeah, they like, but, I mean, do they build stuff? I never actually looked at their site or whatever, but, because they've kicked ass for a long time. Randy Probes used to drive for yeah. them, right? Yeah, yeah, Well, on that note... What is that? A podcast? That's a podcast. Uh, oh, like like what? <laughs> Throwing things off over here, dude. I forgot to put the Thursday edition intro in the last. I one. noticed. I was bummed. I noticed. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny, <laughs> because especially because I fumbled oh, you mean it. Arts. Yeah, I thought you meant the music. Uh, no, no, but I, and that's the one that I fumbled, and I even said, "Dude, we already have it pre-recorded." Uh, uh, <laughs> and didn't I was so bummed because I already uploaded. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, you can't, you can't undo that, yeah. right? Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, always send us questions when you see us on Instagram, and uh, holler back. Actually, Wait, he can send us questions anytime. Yeah, when you see us in the streets. Yeah, I mean, but we it. probably holler. will forget to We're gonna answer forget. them if you if it's not when we post the question. Yeah, you so. have to only ask when we ask. Yeah. Sure. Don't don't talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> have uh, have your people call our people. Yeah. Tell a friend. My All people right. will call your. We people. try. We try. I did notice kind of a cue on Instagram. We had a lot of people sending you shit and try to answer hey, stuff. As we, rough life. Rough life. Thank yeah. you. We All appreciate right. it. All See right. you guys on Sunday. Peace. Later. See you. tires I've ever driven on are triangles. Have you seen that, Brown? They should be round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's They're the co- first thing. Isn't that amazing that, the, they, that there is a brand, a Chinese tires. brand called It's obviously Chinese. That's like amazing. Yeah. yeah. They're terrible, dude. They're so bad. Three like, angles anchors. of performance. Yeah.